0: Think i'll start from here so welcome to today's service where are my notes condition you could have taken oh okay so welcome to today's service uh cariribu pia nyumbani uh I hope the other people who are online can see and can hear me. So uh, we'll go through various scriptures today. I hope my Bible is very much intact. So we shall start from Genesis chapter 8. Uh, genesis chapter eight verse twenty two uh, yeah you can read uh to us from whatever version you have uh, genesis. Genesis eight, <coughs> eight, 22 yeah genesis eight twenty two in the amplified classic edition
1: while the earth remains seed time and harvest cold and heat
0: summer and winter and day and night shall not cease yes um this was uh in genesis 8 you it's the story about noah and uh, the flood mostly and uh from verse 20 you see uh when noah came out of the ark he came and uh, made a covenant with uh god and uh after he offered his sacrifice on the altar uh god uh, uh said that uh, he will he will never smite the earth again with a, with a curse to flood the whole earth again to destroy it because uh this was the second time he had done it. If you read your bibles carefully, there are two instances within which uh, God destroyed the earth with a flood. Uh, I'm using this. Oh, you want me to carry you? Okay, so uh, the first time uh, was. Oh, so, sorry, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For us We can hear you, but
1: for
0: them, like, if the audio can go directly to the laptop, because mm. it's a call, I can't install you here at the circuit. Hey, I'm going to do my Sir. Did you join the phone on your phone? No, 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 I, I was recording on my phone, but it's <laughs> a... <laughs> Plug it on the, <laughs> yeah. 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 so yeah. the call. Yeah. It's not
1: on jackpot. it's a record. it's
0: so He joins the call
1: on his phone he wants to sit here. Out <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just a minute as we add it up. Uh, Mr. Robinson of just yes uh uh-huh. I hope you can hear me better nice much better sorry let me move this What happened, sir?
1: <laughs> Even <laughs> in a in an inner light.
0: This feels so strange looking at <laughs> it. <in there>. Yeah. Sir, <laughs> so, uh back to eight Genesis eight. Uh I was talking about the flood.
1: Yes, this is
0: the second time. Yeah, this was the second time. Uh, when was the first time? Judgment. Genesis 1. Ah, very good. Uh, during the pre-Adamic race. Very, so yeah, in Genesis 1. If you read from it, you saw, if, you, if you also read from the book of Job, uh, yeah, you realize there was a flood, then there was an ice age, then there was all that. Yeah, so whatever scientists discover is nothing new to God. Mm. <laughs> it's all been there only if you read your Bible. So uh, in this uh, covenant for Genesis 8, one of the things you... Uh, you you see... Uh, <coughs> is God instituting a system God instituting a system Uh, so in verse 22 he says uh, while earth remains seed time and harvest cold and heat uh, winter and summer and day and night shall shall not cease so as long as there's this thing called earth there's uh, there's a time span called earth uh, <laughs> uh, This system shall always be in place. Uh, uh. The principle of time shall always, uh, be gathered by governed by this, by time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night. So, meaning whatever we do is governed within this jurisdiction called, uh, in verse twenty-two. Uh, so uh, going on ahead, I hope my, I, I hope not to take too much time today. Uh, <laughs> uh, so let's go to Mark chapter four, verse uh, thirteen to fourteen. Fourteen. Over thirteen.
1: Mark four. Yes.
0: I'm to yes. yes. <laughs> If you can understand the meaning of this parable, how will you understand all other parables? Yes. Um, Jesus asks uh, 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 let me let me let me get back to verse ten. Uh, but when he was alone those who around him with the twelve asked him about the parable. And he said to them, To you it has been given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but to those who are outside all things come in parables, so that seeing they may not perceive, and hearing they may not hear and not understand. Uh, and hearing them hear and not understand lest they should turn and their sins be forgiven then he continues to answer the question and he says to them do you not understand this parable how then will you be able to understand all parables so Jesus is telling the disciples basically the key to every parable I am going to speak to you and I have spoken to you is in this parable and this parable that he's speaking about is the parable of the of the sower uh, the sower goes he plants seeds some on, fell on the roadside some fell on the rocky ground some fell among thorns and some fell among uh, on good ground and you realize one of the things uh, the primary thing God was speaking about he was, uh, he was taking us back to Genesis 8 verse 22 Was telling them uh, within this system, there's a system within my parables. There's a system called seed time and harvest time, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) or there's a there's a system called seed and harvest. Mm -hmm. So, if you look at all the parables, you find that, uh, for example, which parable. Apart from now, that one because that was the foundation for all other parables
1: the parable of the
0: coin coin. that is a seed the person had to put in the time to find the coin and had to put value in that the the coin was so valuable or rather the seed that is the coin is so valuable he had to put in effort to look for it Uh, another parable Parable. (laughs) same thing (laughs) another parable even those that look ridiculous. Let's say they the widow and the judge. judge. Um, yeah. <laughs> what was the seed? The seed was persistence. Yeah. <laughs> the, the harvest was, uh, was, uh, was the judgment she was looking for. And so on and so forth. So... uh. Uh within that you find, you find there's a system that is working that God has already placed uh, that we should all take advantage of mm. or we are all subject to mm. and we can all benef- uh, benefit from whether or not you are, let me say at this point uh, whether or not you are a Christian all you have to do is be discerning of what is your seed and what is your harvest you are looking for for example, fasting is a seed. Yeah. And as Master said, the harvest is God, or the reward is God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, uh, fasting is within a certain time. And after that time, fasting ends. So, uh, you know, as Solomon says, there's a time for everything. So, everything we do is governed, falls under these uh, particular laws. And. Uh, Uh, today I'm I'm not going to spend so much on time but on uh, not so much on seed but on time so I'll call it uh, if you want a title uh, standing at the gates of
1: time
0: Uh, if you are writing notes that's what you'll call it
1: Uh,
0: Ecclesiastes Nine chap nine verse chapter nine verse eleven. Um, Ecclesiastes nine verse eleven. Sorry, I forgot about this. Ecclesiastes nine verse eleven. uh hmm. First chronicle. Ecclesiastes nine eleven. Mm-hmm.
1: She's in the amplified classic edition. Mm-hmm. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong neither is bread
0: to the wise nor riches to men of intelligence and understanding No favor to men of skill but time and chance happen to them all very good uh, so Solomon says something here very important the race is not for the swift, swift. Uh, no, the battle for the no bread to them. <laughs> uh, no riches to men of understanding. No favor to men of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. You, you know, God is saying, uh, when you look at it, when when you look at all these things, uh, speed, uh, strength. Uh, wisdom, understanding, skill—those are things that are concerned about pre- preparation.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: uh, they, are co- they are things that uh, ga- uh, talk about your preparation, uh, but they are
1: not—they
0: are not the doors you are looking for.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: the- yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Jesus says, know, knock at the door shall be opened unto you."
1: Mm-hmm
0: so uh, you have to identify what is a dog and you know Solomon is saying uh, these, are, these are important but they are not the dogs <laughs> if, I may, if, I may say, if I may put it that way having Mama. skill in your area of work is important Mama. Mama. having Mama. Mama. is it <laughs> uh, having skill is important Having skill is important. Having wisdom and strength is important. But these are not the doors. Because what happens at a door is somebody has to open for you. Mm-hmm. Hey. So, you know, the Bible says a knock and the door shall be opened. So, you are knocking, but of course the door doesn't open itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody has to be on the other side of the door to open it unto you. But uh he he calls the the door time and chance. He calls the door time and chance. So uh, and there's a door called time that we should we should learn to respect. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no you know there's no, uh, even in pro- the realm of prophecy, also respects doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, it respects the doors of time. If so, if I may put it like so. Uh, In Daniel uh, 9, verse 2, uh, Daniel uh, says something. Um, In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by the books of the numbers of years specified by the word of the Lord through Jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem. So, As I said, uh, you have to respect time, if I may say. You have to respect the door of time. And so when these 70 years of uh, desolation and captivity were supposed to be over, Daniel was like, we are still in a foreign land. What is going on? Mm. (laughs) And you see, now he starts praying. Uh, He starts praying to God and he's like, God, you spoke this. Uh, he starts repenting. He's like, uh, God, I, I, we need, uh, I need answers. I need answers about this thing. Seventy years are over. And some of us, uh, we do not have the capacity, if I may say, or the respect to know when a season is over. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> or when a, a certain time is over, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, mm-hmm. when an appointed time for something has come, mm-hmm. and therefore because we are not standing at that door at that time and knocking, <laughs> that door can never be opened to us. Mm-hmm. So, Daniel here he is he starts praying and he's like, uh, you know, God, I need answers. I need answers. I need answers. I need answers. Uh, uh, why are we still in captivity? Seventy years later, he starts repenting. He starts doing all that, and then uh, God sends to him another. He sends to him Gabriel for the second time. He had, had a vision in the previous chapter, and then you know, he sends mm-hmm. a, a vision, an uh, uh, angel Gabriel back to him, because he asks questions. Uh, And uh, in verse 22-23, this is what uh, Daniel, uh, uh, Nini, Gabriel, Angel Gabriel says, uh, and he informed me and talked with me and said, O Daniel, I have now come forth to give you skill to understand. At the beginning of your supplications, the command went out, uh, and I have come to tell you for you are greatly beloved. Therefore, consider the matter and understand the vision. Uh, because, you know, Daniel read back in Jeremiah, you know, he says, uh, thus, uh, thus says the Lord, after 70 years are completed at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you and cause you to return to this place. So it's 70 years, it's done. Uh, Jeremiah spoke that through, the, uh, the Lord spoke that through Jeremiah and now he's here, he's like, um, Daniel is like seventy years. I have done the math. Seventy years are done. Uh, where am I not seeing any change? And that, and that persistence of Daniel is what gave him another vision in chapter nine. Mm-hmm. And he, and you know, and it gives him also the visions also to uh, uh, part of the end time prophecies that continue in chapter ten and so on. Because Daniel had the wisdom. Uh, had the wisdom to understand this is, uh, time is over for me. But now, uh, in as much as you don't read in chapter 10, they are taken out of captivity. What you read is, now in uh, chapter 9 continuing onwards, God starts to give him a revelation of another time again. That we now call the end time prophecies. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> so you see, the revelation was at the gate of seventy years. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> That's why I'm saying sometimes some prophecies are limited and held at gates. Mm. Mm. But you cannot access them until we are we are discerning and uh, we are discerning and understanding of the fact that a certain time is over. Meaning that even at that gate of time, it's not only that. Uh, uh, provision and uh, opportunity for the next uh, season has come, but also, uh, what would I say, revelation for the next season and even for future seasons has come. You know, like the Apostle says, I cannot reveal this at this time
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> because you haven't yet gotten there to that gate of time that <laughs> unlocks that revelation that is for you. Mm-hmm. So long as you're not. At that particular gate, at that particular time, mm-hmm. you'll you'll not you'll not get the revelation that the man of God has uh, hidden for you. You understand. Mm-hmm. Um. So, one, you need to understand uh, and be concerned about the times. You have to have a high affinity for understanding times, and you know there's a reward to it. Number two, uh, I'd say also um, one of the benefits, as you said, uh, is of uh, one of the benefits. The first benefit, I'd say, of understanding time. Uh, as I've said, you stand at the door and you stand at the at the right place, and you get a new revelation. There's a revelation hidden at the door of time. Uh, number uh, because here he says. Um, Back to Daniel nine twenty two. Oh Daniel, I have now come forth to give you skill to understand. Mm. <laughs> mm. What what is skill to understand? It is a revelation of a matter. Mm. In in other words, mm-hmm. when I have the skill to understand something, I have revelation about the matter. Mm-hmm. If I do not have the skill to understand, I have the subject matter at hand, but I have no revelation about it. It's like there you can get a dream and you're like, it doesn't make sense to me. You know God has spoken, but you still do not yet have the skill to understand. So you cannot say you have a revelation about the matter. Mm-hmm. You only have information, unprocessed information. Yes. So one thing about standing at the right door at the right gate of time is that you are given, uh, God respects that and gives you understanding and revelation. Number two, uh, he gives you favor. Back to Daniel 9 verse 22, at the beginning of your supplications, the command went out. So there was already by by discipline, if I may say, discipline and being at the right place at the right time it commanded the favor of god to release revelation and release an angel and also one of the things you see here is that god says yeah gabriel says you are greatly beloved therefore consider the matter and understand the vision uh, <laughs> god loves people who understand time if i may say mm. Let me put it that for He calls him greatly beloved. There are other people <laughs> who are there at that time, and uh, of course, he loves all the Israelites who are in captivity. But because Daniel committed himself to understand the matter of time, uh, you know, it unlocked another dimension of uh, love for him. Because it is only in the place of love that God releases revelation. Mm-hmm. And God loves those, uh, you know. We were discussing the other day, you know, John 14. Uh, uh, Jesus says, If you love me, you will keep my word. Mm-hmm. And after that, you know, he continues saying, The Father will love you. You know, so there's uh, <laughs> uh, the love that God has for everyone, but there's a certain. Uh, exercise of keeping his word, of attending to his words, attending to his principles that God com- uh, that we say greatly loved or that commands God's favor that sometimes you can say greatly loved uh, to come upon you. Favor does not just come because uh, it is favor.
1: Mm-hmm. You have
0: to do certain things to, you know I've been learning, you have to do certain things to activate favor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, have, you have to do certain things to activate favor. Here, uh, in this case, you see Daniel commanding, uh, uh, exercising himself to pray and fast about this ma- matter of time, mm-hmm. and that re- releases, released God' favor that came in the form of understanding for this matter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I, I, I hope you're, you are underst- flowing with me and you are understanding where I am going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, number two, uh, uh, st- being as a, uh, understanding the matter of time uh, qualifies you for supernatural provision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let me go to Genesis twenty-two verse thirteen to fourteen. I think somebody can read that. Let me repeat that Right? It qualifies, understanding time qualifies you for supernatural provision. So, Genesis 22, verse 13 to 14. Uh-huh, you can read it. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, in the mount mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Mm. 13 and 14. Yeah, brilliant. So Abraham in this case, you know this story, he was told to go and... uh, Sacrifices and right? Yes. And uh, when he was told he didn't tell his wife anything about it, he just got up and <laughs> <laughs> and went uh, and uh, told the wife, we are going to offer sacrifices somehow. And uh, he embarked on the journey. It was a three-day journey to that place. Uh, and chose the mountain, went there, told the servants stay behind, I'm going to Worship God and my son. And then uh, at the mountain, just when he's about to karibu uh, kuchinja, which is the right word, he's about to sacri- to slay his son, uh, the angel of the Lord uh, appears to him and he says, you know, do not lay your hand on him for, you know, God now sees you. Uh, um, he says, do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him, for now I know you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. So then Abram lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by his own. <laughs> yeah. The ram was supernaturally placed at that time. <laughs> uh, and commanded at that time to be that at that place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if you if, if you if you realize from that story, if you look carefully, uh, the Bible doesn't say that the the uh, the ram appeared.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> or an, uh, the ram appeared suddenly in the thicket. It says Abraham just lifted him, his eyes and looked behind him and there was a ram. Mm-hmm. Mean that ram was there before he arrived. Mm. If you if if you think about it, God must have commanded that. And if it was stuck in that thicket, it means the lingya ika nganga,
1: Because
0: had it appeared at that time, it would have been making a lot of noise, mm. <laughs> even before Abraham came in. So it it seems um, I'd say this God commanded that ram, whether it was lost or going somewhere (laughs) to pass through that route and in passing through that route it got caught up Mm -hmm. and I I want us just to take that story Mm -hmm. to understand something about God's provision in our lives or God's commands in our lives when it comes to time time bound commands uh, when God says, uh, um, I need your, you to sacrifice your son and to bring him this way, uh, at this time, imagine it, if Abraham had been uh, one or two weeks late, yes.
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> basically that ram would have starved to death. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> just one or two weeks late yeah. one or two weeks late that would have been the outcome and now probably would be reading a very different story but because at the time uh, he was commanded he moved because what we do a lot of times we are commanded then we stay instead of moving <laughs> because there is grace to the place you are moving to Uh, and there's grace in that time period that commanders come forth you know I realized that's one of the reasons God liked Abraham in fact being Jewish uh, I was reading about uh, I had another book about uh, written by a Jewish person about finances and economies he was saying the call of Abraham was a third generational call Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) according to Jewish uh, (laughs) History. Yeah. His fa- grandfather was called, but he never went.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, his father was called, started the journey, but stopped at, at Haran. Because yeah. <laughs> if you read the Bible, actually, if you go back, I think it's chapter 12 or 11. Let me. I I found that to be very interesting. <laughs> Uh, 11, chapter 11. 11, 31, 32 Ah, very good. That chapter eleven, verse thirty one. And Terah took his son Abram and his grandson Lot, and the son of Haran, his daughter in law Sarai, his son, his son Abram's wife, and they went out with them from the Ur of the Chaldeans to go to the land of Canaan. <laughs> and they came to Haran and dwelt there. <laughs> So the guy missed his opportunity to be a patriarch because he stopped halfway along the line, along the journey. Mm-hmm. So once again, God has to come in chapter twelve and speak to Abraham and tell him, eh, "Move, move to a land I will show you." And you see, because Abraham moved by faith to the land where you, uh, uh, and he completed his journey. He was remembered but terra is just another passing name in the bible (laughs) but Abraham now becomes an establishment for faith he becomes the patriarch of faith in the bible Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because he he respected God, he respected the matter of faith and of time when God told him to move he didn't ask any more questions, he just started moving And when he arrived, God, uh, uh, he knew this was the place. He settled in Canaan. So as I was saying, uh, it was a third-generational call. uh, According to Jewish history, uh, according to the Bible, you can only read about uh, a second-generational call. But the idea is that uh, somebody had a call, and the one who, who fulfilled it is the one who got into history books. Is the one who pleased God. Is the one who became uh, the "quote unquote" father of faith. You know that's uh, that's the person you know you read a lot about in Hebrews eleven, and so in fact they say Hebrews eleven is the only book, the only chapter in the Bible that continues to be written because people are doing sti- are still doing exploits of faith. Uh, so yeah i was saying uh it uh respecting the gates of uh, the matter of time is respecting the area of your provision
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's what i was saying before i went to yeah that's where that's where the story came from <laughs> respecting the matter of time is respecting your 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 the matter of your provision mm-hmm. uh god says uh uh, today move from here to here. <laughs> Sometimes you are looking for a great wisdom around it while not knowing uh, uh, God has already set provision in this other place whether you, you see it or not. Uh oh like uh for example uh i'd say when we when we got when when we got king uh in my in according to the uh my timeline i was not prepared <laughs> <laughs> we were only like five months into marriage then was it comes that tells me i think i am pregnant <laughs> Uh, But according to, you know, and, you know, of course, we are taught, you know, it's good to have maybe a year or two before you get babies, which is also, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. But because uh, King's time had come, already provisioned, had Likosha Jipanga before I could see it. There was a ram before I could see it, Already, already prepared for for because mm-hmm. I was so stressed, I was like, having a baby is expensive, nini, mm-hmm. nini. And uh, it's worked out so wonderfully until I was telling somebody the other day, I do not know the price of diapers, I just know King wears them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because everything aligned effortlessly. You know, when Basu came and told me, I was like, oh well, Amesha Kuja, there's nothing, what will you do? Even if you panic, there's nothing you can do about it mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's about it and you know I, I realized from you know, that experience and many others uh, being at the right time uh, opens the right uh, opens a provision for you not opens provision provision is awaiting at for you at the right time mm-hmm. at the place called the right time
1: mm-hmm.
0: You you understand? Yes. Uh, number three, uh, standing at the right gate at the right time, uh, it reaffirms God's God's covenant with you. Back to just Genesis twenty two. Mm. Uh, in fact, in fact, uh, God uh, the uh, headline of the chapter is Abraham's faith confirmed. Yeah. And because he did not waver in his faith, uh, God had to reaffirm the covenant. Uh, that's why in verse uh, 12 he says, uh, Now I know you fear God since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so he moved by faith to that place, first in Canaan, then his. Is commanded uh, to go and sacrifice his son, and he moves out immediately and does that as if God did not know this guy had enough faith mm-hmm. <laughs> in the first instance. But God now he says after that, uh, what they say, second try, uh, second uh, try, or second test is when God now says, now I truly know. <laughs> now I truly know because uh, sometimes uh, we get opportunity just for one. Uh, Would I say, God gives us one trial and we think we are done. Mm. But God sometimes comes with a with a second one and we, and we think uh, I uh, I do not want to do this again. And His uh, testimony is not confirmed in us, or the word of prophecy is not confirmed in us. <laughs> you understand in fact he says uh then the angel of the lord uh, uh called out uh, to abraham a second time and says by myself i have sworn by the lord and that you have done this thing and not withheld your son blessing i will bless you and multiplying and he had already spoke of blessing in chapter 12 a uh, blessing i will bless you uh, and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven, as the sun which is on the seashore, and your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies. Mm. Uh, that is where I will uh, stop at to the as to the advantages or the benefits of being on time. I'm trying to keep this as simple. Number three. Uh, it is possible to be late for your own appointment
1: Sorry?
0: it is less possible to be late for your own appointment
1: yeah.
0: mm. <laughs> and in the, therefore doing inconveniencing others <laughs> never think your own appointment with God is about yourself mm. let me fit, repeat that never think your own appointment with God is about yourself the more you, if you delay, you delay others. For example, a whole nation was delayed because of one person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moses delayed the deliverance of the nation of Israel by 30 years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: God did not insta- intend for the Israelites to stay in captivity for 30 years. For four hundred and thirty years, they only intended for them for them to stay for four hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> Let me. <we>, hmm. <laughs> uh, Abraham in Genesis chapter fifteen, verse thirteen. Uh, then he said to Abraham, or Genesis. If somebody can open, Genesis fifteen, verse thirteen. Genesis. Then the Lord said to Abraham, Know for certain that your spring will be sojourners in a land that is not theirs. You will be servants there, and they will be afflicted for 400 years. Mm -hmm. For how many years? Uh, Exodus 12 verse 40. (laughs) the time the Israelites in Egypt was 430 years. Yes, 430 years. So there was a 30 year lap because of somebody who stayed in the wilderness for 40 years instead of 10 years. <laughs> yeah. You've had the matter of uh, if you're not careful, you will go around the mountain uh, the for several years, and it is not God's intention. Uh, for, for us to delay our assignments because there are other people dependent on it.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> Sometimes we, are, we delay on into entering into assignments because we are afraid of oh, what will happen. Oh, I am not prepared. Oh, God, give me time. You know, I need to settle these things first in my life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and then I will attend to your matter not knowing that uh, the most fe- time you spend on your own selfishness, if I may call it that way, mm-hmm. uh, somebody's salvation is being delayed. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> somebody's salvation is being delayed. Let me show you how important you are to somebody's salvation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but this one is needed. Uh, Luke 6, verse 38. Luke six verse
1: thirty eight. Six thirty
0: eight. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use it, will be measured back to you. I want the King James version. Not in the King James Version, give and it shall be given unto you good measure, pressed down and shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. There's something interesting when you read it in the King James Version, uh, there's something in the other versions that eliminate that it doesn't eliminate. He says, uh, Give and it shall be given to you good measure pressed down shaken together and running over shall men give into your bosom (laughs) not shall God Mm. (laughs) it says shall men give into your bosom most of the other versions are it eliminates the man part of it Uh, Most of the other versions eliminate the man part of it. You're like, uh, given it shall be given unto you president down, shaking together, running over. Shall be given into your bosom. But who will give it? Because God will not come from, uh, from heaven to place it on your lap. <laughs> but here it says, shall men give into your bosom? Who are men? It is you and I. <laughs> So the more you delay with God's command, God make uh, make command. You know, I was reading there's a book by a certain minister. I've forgotten her name. She works in the White House. Uh, she was saying uh, there's a time she's a pastor her and her husband are a pastor. She was saying there's a time they were commanded to pay for a holiday for a certain group of pastors. Uh, and when they went and paid for that holiday this group of pastors flew to Hawaii of course they were very happy and whatnot. and God told them something Uh, these guys there was a certain person who was supposed to do this two years ago for these pastors but because they did not uh, hearken into my word now I had to find other people too (laughs) <laughs> which is other people know is this lady uh, to do this for these pastors <laughs> so you see uh somebody's uh, a group of pastors uh, and several pastors uh their their reward came two years late because somebody else did not listen <laughs> Somebody else who heard the voice of God did not listen, so their their reward came two years late. Uh, the salvation of the Israelites from Egypt was delayed by thirty years, because uh, God tried to capture the attention of Moses for a whole thirty years. <laughs> because if you, by God's prophetic timeline, ten years was enough to process this guy to become who. God wanted him to be. Mm. But because of I don't know whatever issues Moses had within himself or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had to go through a wilderness of forty years. <laughs> instead instead of ten years, and thus delaying mm. the salvation of Israelites by thirty years. Mm. So probably you can imagine there are other guys who died within that 30 years that were supposed to walk out of Egypt that never walked out of Egypt. Yeah. So uh, when you delay with God's commands, uh, who else are you hurting in that process? Mm. Because we think that self, we are preserving ourselves while actually somebody else's destiny is at hand. Mm or being delayed because of uh, our own uh, inefficiencies and our own uh, selfishness and our own Mm -hmm. self-preservation. Remember, as I said, you are are to be used for somebody else's salvation. Uh, Sometimes you 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 are supposed to supposed to be the person who's opening that uh, as a gate. As I said, uh, when the door is knocked, you knock on the door. Somebody opens.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Probably somebody is standing at that t- at that door at the right time, and the other person on this other end is supposed to open. <laughs> but you are busy in the bedroom. Ukijipaka uh, powder, if I may say. And saying uh, I need to spend more time in the shower to be more clean well instead of designing this is this is this time I'm not supposed to be here, I'm supposed to be at the door. There's somebody at the door waiting for me.
1: Yeah.
0: So um and even it goes to you know we had to speak about seasons even when let's say our personal uh Attitude towards even time is not right, if I may say <laughs> uh, let's say if we cannot uh, be right on time for beers or something, how can you learn to respect seasons if you cannot be right on time for a meeting how can you how can God trust you to respect and to desire a season. Because you know uh, opportunities lies uh, as uh, we read in Ecclesiastes, uh, time and chance come to to them all. So one day maybe your your time and your ch- your chance is at a certain 8 a.m. meeting of 8:15. <laughs> that ch- time and chance has gone. I'm just saying that for you know breaking out down to a simple perspective now and then now moving into now greater dimensions, if you are able to respect the you know <laughs> the uh if you' are, the bible says if you're faithful in little you'll be faithful in much mm-hmm. Daniel was faithful in the little of 70 years, which is a lot. And because he was faithful in designing the time of captivity is over, which is just seventy years, he was God was able to, to be say this guy is faithful to hold the revelation for the next few thousand years to come. So, uh, where is our attitude in respect to the gate of time?
1: Because
0: you know there are so many prophetic words. That we can miss out because we do not respect time, because you know God has already released the word i some uh, you know the best perspective I was given about a prophetic word is that a prophetic word is god's suggestion
1: mm.
0: <laughs> if so, I may put it that way mm. uh, let's say uh for example uh, God wants you to have a baby this year. No, that is God's suggestion. Mm. He has already aligned everything to work out for the baby, but because you're not prepared Mm. uh, uh, you'll you'll miss it or God wants you to get married, but because you're not prepared or you think you're not prepared, you think I need to do more preparation Mm. you miss out on the Next few years of God's uh, grace in your life, mm. and now you work, have to work, work much harder because you're working outside the timeline of grace. Mm. So, what what is our attitude towards you know all these things? Uh, let, you know, today I'm just focusing on time because it's a very uh, important part of uh, fulfilling uh, or. Uh, stepping into our prophetic words and our prophetic mandates. If God has said this is the time to move into this even though there are hurdles, as he said this is the time. All you have to do is continue knocking at the door because this is the time. <laughs> Until Because there is somebody else at the other end of the door. Because what happens is sometimes You know, this is the time you stand at the door and you're like, okay, why is the door not opening? You're not knocking. You're not being like the persistent widow. You're not being like the persistent widow. We have to, when God releases a word, you have to uh, know what time it is for it. And you know, when the time arrives, uh, keep knocking on the door, like the way Daniel did. Until there's uh, somebody opens it on the other side, or God opens it on the other side. So, uh, yeah, that is my, how would I say, my sermon for today. As as I told, I hoped it would be short, and uh, it is I, <laughs> shorter than the rest. I hope I've made my my point clear. Because that's you know I've realized even even when it gets it gets changed when I say in this decade has moved has changed <clears> the <throat> mandate for this decade is different from the last time from the last decade. What is the difference time?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: that we call it a decade. Yeah. But if you do not do not respect that you'll go another around another circle for ten years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That why that is why uh I, it was in my heart to share this matter of time today. How important is time to you? How what respect will you give time in your life? Yes, I am done. I think I'll hand over now to Pastor Richard Moki. I
1: had
0: hoped that by coming back here. <laughs> I would uh, (laughs) uh, interact with the someone silently. (laughs) But from the kitchen, their king was (laughs) singing me (laughs) out.